Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Welcome to Pilasani Conversations, the podcast. My name is Ayanda Pilasande Lefatola, and I come back. <laughs> Guys, firstly, I would like to say thank you to all of you who have responded so positively to the launch of the podcast. Your support was truly, truly beautiful. I actually look forward to walking this journey with you. And so in our first episode, I decided that I would introduce myself um, and also share just how the podcast came about. And this is basically how everything started. I hope that you will enjoy it. curtains opening once upon a time my mother and father met they fell in love and got married (laughs) so i've always wanted to do something like that i really really love um watching theater shows i love how dramatized the things are and you know before you're introduced to a scene there's someone that's going to do something and it always just fascinated me so yeah i just realized one of my favorite dreams right now so yeah if i just give like a a very brief background about my parents um you know uh so when they met and they were still young and they were still in love and you know just like most couples that meet and they're in love they also wanted to have a family but they struggled hey they really struggled um they 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 conceived their first child and unfortunately they lost that child through miscarriage and then they tried again um and they lost the second child and they tried again oh my gosh and they lost the third child again and so you can imagine all the negativity that was already happening to my mom and my dad they thinking that they'll never grow their family my mom is also starting to be Uh, self-conscious she's starting to be insecure because she's taken from her family to come into this family and to build this family and back in the days there was a lot of like um negative stigma that was attached to a woman who cannot bear children you know whether it was miscarriage or whether i was still born or whether it was always the blame was always put on the woman but get by the grace of god my parents were able to find help um and they found this lady that helped you know stand in the gap for them and prayed with them and and whatever else that they had to do with her and i became the first child that was born and that was alive but before that before i was alive my parents got the name upila sande and 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 you know i only found out later how i got the name upila sande and upila sande actually helped me guys in in life and in everything that i would face in life i would always remember remember the meaning of my name i would always remember that my parents would call me by that name before i was born and it was in through their faith and through the will of god that i came and hey after that ah man they were popping babies my mom was just popping babies and she's gonna see by five because i have four younger sisters and this whole time they're telling us that they were trying for a boy you know how it is parents <laughs> but yeah you know such a great experience because I, I i got to have um an upbringing with sisters that i love and you know we weren't always like the greatest of friends and stuff because we like so close to each other especially my second born sister we were like so close so and things were just not working out right but 
I was fortunate that I had um, my, 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 my siblings to grow up with. And then also we had a friend of ours, Ukarabo, and she stayed like a house away from our house. And what we liked to do, because Tina, our family, we were very um, musically inclined because my dad would always play these jazz uh, artists. Bobby McFerrin, Pat Matheny group, uh, Foreplay, and all these other like like groups. Like w- musically, we grew up in a very very solid uh, music background, and he would also play bass. So it was quite exciting because whatever he played, if it's something we knew, we'd sing along with him. So we really really liked singing. So my friend Ukarabo and my sisters, we would then compose. Like we were like the um, the destiny child of that time, guys. I will not lie, and we were quite great. Hey, we would write songs and were so excited there's this one song that we wrote and i composed it and 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 what made me think about that song is because whenever you find a child or yeah a child going to a new school um it's not easy to gel with everyone else right but i was thinking like let's just write this song so that when it comes out and it pops and it becomes famous you know other children are encouraged to welcome new students and it becomes this great celebration of this new member into our school and we actually love them and we show them that we care for them you know so this song which is something like this i laid most of the songs by the way you know guys like i said beyonce had nothing on me and then you know my uh, garabo and my sisters would would always back me and this song um went a little something like this just a, a brief snippet it's actually funny because my sisters and i were talking about it the other day we were foreseeing as we feeling in God, this feeling in God, we did whatever it is that we wanted to do and we had fun at it. So the song was uh, say something like, I don't know your name. Then they'd say, do that. I would say, I don't know your name. Basically, when I respond, do do that. I don't know your name. Do do that. I don't know your name. Do do I just want to know to know you to do that because i love you do, 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 da, and we love you so much and we wish that you could be our friend and we love you then i'd say love you so much it was nice it was such a sweet song actually oh man it just brings so much tears now but uh, it was such a beautiful song and we had a great intention um about 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 that song never got to release it but yeah anyway so yeah that's basically like you know nutshell how my childhood was also like when i was in grade 10 uh my mom had always been wanting to to find us a church where we could go to so we visited quite a number of churches and this is one church that i went to and when i got there this lady who was leading worship i can't even remember how she looked like to be honest but i know that the song she sang she sang it from such excuse me a well of knowledge and a well of revelation that it just drew me by the time they called they did an altar call i was the first person to go up because of how this song ministered you know and i was like no i'm gonna give my life to christ and i'm gonna walk this journey um not because my parents are churchgoers, but because I also want to have my own personal relationship with the Lord. And it's been really uh, great for me in, in, in that regard. So anyway, when I finished matric, I went and I studied, got a bursary, did did accounting at the University of Johannesburg, went a lot, uh, met a lot of great friends there. Um, you know, some of them I'm still in contact with and we sort of kept each other and we were like a community because we we're in a bursary and we we're in a community would support each other and, you know, and stuff. And even right now, like, 
you know still some of them now they have children we all have children and it's you know it's quite great um also am married uh got married also during this time worked in the financial services industry for a while and then also started a company that does um accounting tax and business advisory and yeah <laughs> let me share with you what happened thereafter all right so this is like a twist and a turn of events that changed my life and i'm so grateful to god for that moment because we are here today because of you know because of that moment so anyway it was great when i left guys before if you want to start a business and you're still working right make sure that you have a solid either you have a contract that's going to sustain you or you have clients already that you have secured before you can leave especially if there are things that you're still paying for right so that's exactly what i did there was a lot of clients that i had and things were popping you know it was quite great but the challenge came when covid came because now covid comes some of the clients that we have they need to work physically and we were on like a complete lockdown so our our clients couldn't work so they couldn't pay they couldn't pay and everything and it was just a complete mess so when i left um the last uh, company that i worked for i also enrolled for um a lesson on nails and facials and i was going to do both businesses at the same time because they were pretty new you know at you know both of them and so when covid came it sort of closed everything and so i had to stop everything right um fortunately my husband is still working and they they they, they started uh, working from home etc etc and then but now it became a struggle it became a challenge and now i'm starting to blame myself that if i hadn't left work right now i'd be working from home and the business would just be doing whatever that it's doing but that wasn't the intention you know you know sometimes the devil will come and will try to convince you that the decision you had taken wasn't supposed to have been taken because it had been a year and a couple of months because i mean i left 2019 around june and everything was great for the rest of 2019 and the beginning of 2020 it's only because of covid that things got messed up but the devil still wants to return me to why did i resign you know and it was such a big hoo-ha i literally sinked into depression i was always frustrated i just and i wasn't pleasant as well that's what happens with me because you know when i'm not okay i'm i don't have time to be happy and stuff you know so i'm not pleasant at home we are frustrated we are on lockdown we can't do stuff we have to wear masks like we have to turn sanitize and then accidentally you you put your finger in your mouth and you taste this bitter sanitizer like it was such a huge mess it was in, it was oh my word and then um i decided you know with my husband Uti, i'm going to look for a job and it was just trusting god that yay man you know let's hope that there's a there are companies that you know in as much as we were hearing that people are getting retrenched but we hope that there's a company that will be open to taking somebody um you know right now in this season and i mean i i still don't have a job that's how bad things are and i submitted my cv every day etc etc but during that period guys what i learned is that i cannot control god you know i had prayed i do pray i have faith i i i i apply all these principles and i trust god with these promises etc i read the bible and i'm quite committed in my relationship with god but the one thing that i thought i could do was to get god to submit to my desires the bible doesn't say that the bible talks about how when i delight in the lord 
that he will give me the desires of my heart. What happens when I delight in the Lord is that I get used to God. I get used to the Lord and how he does things. And he gives me the desires of his heart. So let's say me having delight in the Lord gave me a desire to get a job. It doesn't mean that I'm going to get a job because I want a job right now. It doesn't mean that God's arm is able to be twisted in such a way that he can he can stop everything and make me get a job manje because that's what i would declare i would speak with hey baba next week if i can just get like a positive feedback next week i'm gonna get a positive feedback um and then so i'll interview the other week then i'm gonna get a job so if by by january i start to work then at least it's easier because at least we'll get a salary in january you know i planned i boxed god i expected him to respond and that completely affected my faith because that for me is like the core of my life like my faith i have to have faith the right way <laughs> and i have to pray the right prayers otherwise i'm praying a mess and then it impacts my faith so that's the first lesson that i've learned but in any case i had to change my perception i had to change the way I perceived things I had to change my perspective as well um, there was another quote also that I read and it said uh, by Oprah Winfrey it said you can have everything you want you just won't have it all at the same time so I had to have a moment with myself and do an introspection of myself because I was really really working myself to the grave I wasn't happy at all I it was like I was stuck in the same day on the same day i was stuck in oh my gosh i wake up and I, nothing is happening we have a daughter that we need to take care of my husband is stressed out because also my daughter is racing making a noise um he has meetings to attend those team meetings and he can't hear properly because tiam is crying you know it was just a, uh, it was just a lot of stuff and i wasn't even trying to make anything better i was just like hey man i'm dealing with my own drama here so tiamo can do whatever she wants to do I'm not really involved, you know, and it, it, it was just, I had to change the way I perceived myself. I had to stop thinking of myself as a victim. And then I just started, you know what, let me just focus on quick wins. I needed to do something that will make me feel good about myself. And one of the things that I hadn't been doing in a lot of time was be active gym wise and stuff. So now obviously gyms are closed and everything. Um, I decided that I'm going to start. I have a, those uh, Fitbit watches. I'm going to start to walk. I needed to do steps because I used to have that. I used to do that before when I was still work working and I would be happy just to achieve 6,000 steps a day. But this time I was like, no, let me just do 10,000 steps and see if I can achieve them. And I started with that life. I started and it was it was very exciting for me to finish a goal, to finish something that I had set for myself. Ooh, guys, I'm telling you, it's the best thing. When you set a goal for yourself and then you actually work towards achieving it, it, it is the most incredible thing that you can ever do for yourself. So that's what I did. And then... Um, I had to find I had to find other things as well that I could do and challenge myself in and see that I start them and I finish them and they they did good to my soul. It took a bit of time. It's not something that happened instantly, but it really did change the way I saw myself because now I was winning in other things. I didn't feel like I was a zero anymore like I used to over these couple of months and how I allowed myself to feel like a zero in these couple of months but now I I, I looked forward to doing these 10,000 steps on a daily basis and I would achieve them you know um, some days I wouldn't manage but it wasn't the end of the it wasn't the end of the day um, and then also there were times where um, 
what is this like when you achieve like if you if you did 10,000 steps over 21 days you got a medal i started getting medals there's these challenges that would come where if you ran 5k's uh in a day you'd get a medal you know so it it, it pushed me it forced me to to live outside myself it forced me to to realize that i was more than where i was and i was more than what i was and that for me to survive i needed to fight to survive i needed to right in the midst of this covid affected everybody we were all on lockdown you know no one was in a better position than another person we were like literally all impacted negatively but i had to fight to survive um and that's basically what 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 has brought what has brought this podcast actually if i'm being honest because me learning to fight in the midst of challenges is 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 is, is something that i thought someone else needed to know because when you know that it will become easier for you that when you are faced with challenges, you don't think it's the end for you, right? You always, you, you, you anticipate something else, anticipate something else. Like don't expect that you're not going to get a job. Cause I even got to the point where I was starting to expect that I'm going to submit that CV, but I'm not going to get feedback. I'm going to submit that CV. I'm going to get feedback to say they've received my CV and they're still looking at it. And a couple of days later, I'm going to submit my CV and then they'll say, yeah, unfortunately we can't, um, we're not continuing with you and, 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 and things like that, you know. So I was anticipating negativity. So now I had to change all of those things and started to anticipate positive things. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, um, whatever is pure, whatever is good, whatever is praiseworthy, whatever is lovely, whatever is trustworthy, think on those things. And I had to literally fo fo force myself to think on everything else that was going right. So in terms of like the learnings that I have um, gathered from that season, I'll take three things and then share them with you or four things the first one is that god is sovereign he's so sovereign that when you trust in god you have to trust that he is god don't 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 think god can submit to your wishes that's not going to happen otherwise it's going to frustrate you god has great plans for us for us his plans his thoughts and his ways for us are much higher than our thoughts and our ways so he has plans to prosper us and not to cause us harm and not to cause us harm and there are great promises that we have also contained in in the bible that god wants for us to experience but we will not experience them when we want to experience them and it, 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 during a season whatever it is that you might be faced with accept that season just like there are different kinds of seasons in a year there's spring there's summer there's winter there's autumn accept the season that you're in adjust yourself to that season by doing these things that will make you feel good so for me it was gym for me it was trying out new recipes as well um you know i'm a great cook and all but it didn't matter it wasn't making me happy during the time when i was thinking of myself negatively but now i had to force myself to do something else in order to have a quick win and to be and to be excited again about life. So the first thing is that God is sovereign. If you trust in him, trust in him that he's God, no matter what. Don't trust in him because of the conditions that you have. And then secondly, now is not forever. Don't be stuck in your now. Don't be stuck in your now. Change your perception. Change change the way you perceive things. Change the per, the perspective that you have of, of what's happening in your reality. Because there's always a lot of other things that are happening that if you were to give yourself a chance, you will realize that they are happening. And then thirdly, um, pay attention to what is good and have a grateful heart. So another thing also that is that, that, that helped me was to write a list of things that I was grateful for. Now, all of a sudden, I wake up 
and I thank God for a brand new day. Like for example, today is the 28th of April. No one, no one promised me this day. I don't have a right to see this day. It is only by the grace of God and his mercy that I'm seeing it. Because there's a lot of people that would have liked to see this day who haven't. You know, a lot of family members that were planning on celebrating their birthdays with their family members. And today, they, all they have is a memory of their loved one. And they wish they could celebrate their birthdays physically with that person. And that person is not there anymore. You know, so those are the things that I had to start appreciating a day. I had to look at myself in the mirror. Oh, and another thing. I developed this great acne on my face. I'm not even bothered to go to VIP and whatever. But it really did kill my self-esteem. It affected me so badly. Thank God we have masks. So that's another thing I had to thank God for. We were in a period where we're wearing masks. I don't have to show people my face. And I'm wearing a mask. It hides all these um this acne that I all of a sudden have while I'm busy taking treatments and stuff. But now I didn't see a mask as something that was negative anymore. I saw it as something that could, that helped me. Another thing, when I looked at myself in the mirror, I never used to like myself because now I have all this acne on my cheeks. But now I had to, fall, I had to, re, I had to appreciate the fact that I can see myself in the mirror. Some people can't see themselves in the mirror with their eyes because their eyes aren't working. But I can see. You know what I mean? So those are some of the things that I had to change that I'm hoping you will also apply um, in your life. The last one is uh, the small wins. Find things that will challenge you. Get in the habit of doing those things. And they don't have to be hectic things. Don't, don't try to run a marathon when you haven't even tried to run one kilometer. Do something like respect your body um but also push yourself not to a point of death so that you don't enjoy it you know do something that will that will challenge you and motivate you to wake up to doing it uh and to improve you know because i would even like run 10ks but i didn't start on 10ks i started at um like like four and then i went to five then i stayed on five for a while and then after that i went to seven then i stayed on i went to eight and i stayed on eight for a while and then after that i pushed myself to 10 but the time i had to now improve on the time because sometimes i take one hour running 5ks sometimes i take one hour running 10ks so it's it's just you know what you know you know your body and you know what you can handle so those are the things that are the quick learnings that I learned during this challenge and I'm hoping that they will encourage you as well um, to, 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 to just to fight to fight yeah life we make it we make life what we want it um, or the life that we want to live we are the ones that have the keys to make it but if you're just going to allow situations to dictate how you should be then life is going to always have the upper hand and guys that's basically how um i decided to start this podcast that's basically how it came about and i'm hoping that as we continue to hear stories from other people like you and i uh, we will be able to build a community where we are able to carry each other and that's basically it in terms of like the serious stuff about today's episode i also want to like i also like to add like fun facts like random things that um you know that are, are about a person and for me like the first one is that i absolutely absolutely love usista petina hey hibiri in the meantime <laughs> hey i'm telling you if anyone were to make a mistake and play usista petina at my church you will see me on stage 
I will move for you. This song, it takes out, you know how Beyonce has Sasha. It takes out the Sasha in me. It's really amazing. I really, really love Sister Bettina. But yeah, I, I also had a fear of traveling overseas. Um, first, it's because I didn't have a passport and it was too much admin. But when I got the passport, I used to be um, scared of, of traveling overseas because I don't want to be trafficked. I don't want to get there and then next thing I'm coming and there's a group of mafias waiting and they want, you know. So I, yeah, but I, I, I went beyond my fears and I actually traveled to Thailand. And I would encourage you that if you are looking for something to do, something that's affordable um, and they have great like uh, packages and stuff, consider going to Thailand. It really, really is a great um, getaway place that you could go with and you can go with your friends, you can go with your partner, whatever, but it's a great experience. Um, I'm a self-made chef, right? I'm a great cook. I, you know, there are days where things don't work out, like maybe too much salt has featured, but most of the time, I'm a great cook, so I'm very grateful to God for that. Um, I can swim, and I recently learned this in 2019, Kabanga, and I learned this actually while I was in Thailand, um, in one of the um, beaches there. So you are never too old for certain things. <laughs> and then I can't whistle, and I'm okay with that. Like, I try. I even decided to go to whistling is a thing of um, people that have gab a gap in between the two front teeth like in Iraiti this is how far I go I was trying it, it, it it's not coming out <laughs> you know it's it, yeah but I will still try to learn it because especially when you have a child who likes to dance it's good it's a good pick me up you know so yeah uh, ladies and gentlemen that is all for m from me in this episode i hope that you have enjoyed it i hope that i didn't make you fall asleep and i hope that i didn't make you um drop your jaws your jaws a lot in some of the things that i did like the songs that i sang for you and stuff about sister bettina but yeah that's all i had i hope that you also got some encouragement and that it will help you to be more than who you are and to um, to it will encourage you also to multiply yourself um for those who are looking up to you and in closing i want to say that if you would like to connect with us um uh, have a question you have a query you have a comment about any episode you are more than welcome to send us an email at pilasandepodcast at outlook.com so it's pilasandepodcast at outlook.com i look forward to engaging with you thank you so much for tuning in have yourselves a fruitful week and i love you guys let's do this Hibidi. Hibidi. <laughs>